Rachel Berry and Jay Austin sings! And that's how Sue sings it. This is a song that I wrote for Sam. It's called Shouting Out. Ladies and gentlemen, New Directions! There was a time when I was the biggest star. No, you're crazy for not letting me shine. Where's Rachel, huh? Being a part of something special makes you special, right? I didn't start right on time because I wanted to push play instead of record, but I got the clap on there. Okay, so are we good? Yeah. Okay, so I'm editing all of this. (laughs) Hi, Michael. Hi, Jorge. How are you? I'm pretty great. How are you? I'm good. It's been a while since we recorded. Was and we were we were a little busy. Yeah, last if you recall, last time we were on mic, which for you guys was last week, but for us was like almost three weeks ago. Um, we mentioned that we were about to go. Well, you were about to leave to New York. Yeah, and we were about to maybe meet Christine Baranski. Listeners, <laughs> we have a lot to tell you. A lot has <laughs> happened. A, a, a lot has happened. Uh, if you follow us on social media, you might have seen the circulated pictures of Christine Baranski surrounded by a group of six or seven gays among us. We among were, them we us. Were, we, we were part of said group of gays. Mm-hmm. Said gaggle of gays. For, and for you, really, that was a kickstart of a of, week. Of quite a damn yeah, of week. Quite a, quite a damn week. I mean, we we shouldn't dwell too much on the Baranski of it all. She's everything you want she's, her to be. She's luminous. She's perfect. She yeah. loves... The gays and the gays love her. Yeah, she perfect. feeds off of our, our energy. She gravitated towards us. Yes. And she's incredible. Uh, and I'm sorry for everyone that wasn't there. Um, <laughs> Gay rights! Yes. It's a meme. You heard it. Uh, but afterwards, well, you went to New York for I went to a New full York. week. I did. Um, saw a bunch of theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you? <laughs> did you meet anyone interesting there um i met the legend cynthia arrivo tony awards winter yeah. for the color purple um yeah, I'm, well, gl- I'm glad that was the first because i mean i said ironically because you met a full-on like list of people but I, i'm, I'm <laughs> I, glad i saw a full-on okay. list of people that i didn't meet them all that's why i picked cynthia true because you actually did meet her yeah we did interact yeah. i told her she's one of the best live performances i've ever seen in my entire life which you is took, a fact. you took a picture right next to my salad <laughs> uh, right in front of my salad. you could have jumped in she i could have actually yeah. it was her her boyfriend that she was with whoever the man that she was with was yeah. that that was like do you want a picture and i was like um yeah yeah this was right outside the line for, for Hades town which, which was Incredible, was incredible. What? Hopefully by the time this is airing, I don't know. This I don't, will be, I can't tell time, but was, hopefully it will have won several Tonys. Several Tonys. Um, so we watched Hades Town with Cynthia Revel in the room. Yeah, and, and Anna, Anna Klumsky. Which, wow. Again, I don't know when this is, hopefully Emmy nominee. It won't be. Well, yeah, she's been nominated like yeah. every other I, This isn't so, so far in advance that it'll be like winner, hopefully. But, <laughs> um, so yeah, those were just two of a parade of people. The the real the real tea the the, the Laura Benanti. I'm glad you will. <laughs> the Laura Benanti. I can't. Which... I saw my fair lady. Oh, you're clutching like wait, wait, an, <laughs> in, like inexistent pearls right now, just like I a mean, visual cue. I mean, so what had happened was, I got tickets to see my fair lady for thirty five dollars through a thing called Link Text. If you're thirty five and under, do it. It's amazing. They ended up being. Front row seats, stage left, 
$35. Amazing deal. Incredible. Matinee, right? Yeah, it was, it was a matinee. Which is important in the story. Yes, it was. It was a very, like, me and my friend made a comment, like, going in. We were like, oh, it's a very, like, older crowd. Me, it's only the second show I've seen of the trip. And the, the staging and the, the set and the production of it all, the lore Benanti of it all is so, like... We love a rotating Incredible. stage. Oh, God, the turntable. The turntable oh, stage. And the house. And the, oh, oh, it's so good. And me, Which will, I'm just the big lady old... will come back in the podcast in a little while. <laughs> it, yeah. Yes, yeah. it will. I thought yeah. about that. Um, and me, just being the big old gay boy that I am, I'm just sitting front row with, like, my jaw on the floor and, like, my hands on my face and, like, just looking yeah. happy yeah. and, like, the hard eye emoji. Yeah, if you've never watched any sort of entertainment with Michael like <laughs> there's a second show just watching him experience <laughs> stuff so it's... and um i i'm i'm living for the show and at intermission uh me and my friend my friend caroline and i walk out and i go to the bar to get my drink and suddenly i've been tagged on twitter and and a couple, like, friends and followers were like, oh my god, I hope this is Michael. Because I had tweeted, like, a picture of where I was sitting from the stage. Uh, and so people started to tag me and be like, is this Michael? And I was like, what the fuck is, are they talking about? Sure enough, at intermission, Laura Benanti tweeted, dear young man sitting stage left at today's matinee, thank god for you. You're getting me through. <laughs> XO, Laura. And yes. I looked at that and yes. I was like... That actual like it has to be. Uh-huh, yeah. It it. I think no, the young thing is the even, thing that. Well, gave that's it the away. thing because uh-huh. when when we went and sat back down, I like looked to my left and I looked to my right, and I was literally the only young man, the the person both young and male, in my entire section, stage left, and I was gagged. And then sure enough, at at curtain call, she made direct eye contact with me and blew me a kiss and and mouthed oh. thank you, uh, and like. It was incredible. And I, of course, said, thank the fuck you, yeah, Laura yeah. Benanti. <laughs> thank the fuck. Um, um, and I tweeted about it, like, also. And she she uh, replied to me later and was like, thank you for being such an incredible audience member. And it was just a really amazing experience. Yeah. Um, I think, would you say that's when your trip peaked? <laughs> I don't, I don't know because there's... Because there... we weren't even there yet. It was, so it was be careful a whole... With I mean, that was certainly... I don't know. The whole point. trip was yeah. so perfect. It was one of like the best trips I've ever taken. And yeah. we, you know, we hit, we still had share. We had see, yeah, because we incredible. arrived. Me and our friends Colin and Casey, shout out to them, uh, arrived to New York the very next day. Uh, we were there for share. If you like, we literally this ticket is around the share concert. Yes. Um. So we went there. It was incredible. It was amazing. Yes. We stand a group of middle-aged New Jersey <laughs> women. Oh my uh, gosh, I kept, I was wearing a light-up fur coat and I kept getting stopped at every... Also, well, God, now we're just gonna, like, this is me, like, Yeah, this is just now about a, a podcast about... But we did get stopped and have our pictures taken by a New York magazine and my photo ended up in print in New York Magazine and, and on the cut, um, which was also really well, I guess cool. we'll, we can link to that <laughs> on the show. <laughs> because, because they took pictures of all four of us. Yeah, they did. They did and... take pictures of all four. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you know, the middle-aged, who were the middle-aged women stopping on our, as we're yeah. trying to exit? We're just it trying t- to get to a gay bar it after the concert. It took us like 40 minutes. And, and, and at one point, I like drunkenly slipped into a Jersey accent, like right in front of these women. <laughs> like, like they yeah, were talking yeah, to me with a drunkenly slurred Jersey yeah, accent. Yeah. So I slipped right into a drunkenly slurred yeah, no, Jersey it was, accent. I mean, we, this is not gonna be at us just recounting every day of the no trip. we should we but, should fast forward we'll, we'll we'll hit a few other key points because we have the actually relevant to this podcast t yes which is the oklahoma who fucks yeah oh sexually active oklahoma i won't go off on a tangent about my yeehaw daddy we can yeah, keep this strictly to now tony nominee ali, ali stroker and not just glee alum but glee, glee project, project alum. alum yeah yeah, she was incredible. <laughs> she was Holy phenomenal. Fuck. I mean, we're gonna talk about this a little bit further down. So, I was gonna but, say, yeah, yeah, it'll naturally she, come up when we're she talking is, about. Um, she's incredible. She does not come to stage door. Oh, we, yeah, we which was we, we did get to meet most of the rest of the cast, but we wanted to meet her and get a little like pick for the pod. Pick for the pod. But... So just imagine us with Allie. But and... any well, now's our t- chance to, to say to Allie, put it out into the universe, Allie. We saw you. You were incredible. You were a highlight. You'll Lin- probably remember this show because it was the same show that Lin Manuel Miranda attended. I was about to say, and I bet all of you noticed that. Yeah, so. and and I saw Lin. Lin was sitting like four rows in front of us, like to our right, and he was living for Can't Say No. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, was a showstopper. Yeah, it was a like, showstopper. She, she was incredible. And yeah, Andrew- the chair, the slutty chairography. Give it to me. I love it. I love it. Uh, Andrew Garfield was also in the audience. He was. Um, he was. Yeah. Yeah, but no, we, we, I mean, we saw a shit ton. Like, we saw that, we saw, I mean, Heidi Stanwich, we said, it was one of the best productions we ever seen. Amber Grace. Amber Grace arms. <laughs> our, and then our tall chorus our daddy's tall chorus arm. chorus daddy. His mm. arms, like, oof, it's all too much. Yeah, it's too much. We saw both the prom, which I think, oh, which we've mentioned before in the podcast. And Will is actually perfect, like, Ryan Murphy yeah, fodder. We, we, actually... we thought about who he would cast like you really want jane krakowski to be in it yeah jane krakowski asks i forget the name of the character we should look her up we should look her up angie yeah so we want jane krakowski for angie and we want jane lynch jane lynch for dd allen yeah i think i think they're not far off and i i doubt they're gonna go with original cast members for those roles no but the original cast is also so it's really good it's really good so we'll see tony nominated yeah Uh, so, uh, overall, it was a lovely, lovely trip. It was, it was incredible. Trip, yeah. um, so, now that you've listened to us ramble for <laughs> ten minutes, welcome to Glee Wines, the, the podcast where recapping something messy makes you messy. I am Jorge Molina. <laughs> and I'm Michael Swan. Uh, we are... <laughs> we're, we're just the good fight withholding our opening credits for, like, 20 minutes into oh, the episode. <laughs> we're that powerful. So we are here today to talk about episode seven, no, eight and nine of season one of Glee, uh, Mashup and Wheels. One which... of them lives up to its name tenfold. Uh, the other does, does not. not. <laughs> At all. Uh, let, let, let us let you decide which is which after we finish <laughs> this conversation. Okay, so episode, um, season one, episode eight, Mashup, um, written by Ian Brennan and directed by returning director Elodie Keane. Yes, which we, we discussed. Let me see what ep- other episode she directed. She directed Vitamin D. A highlight. Uh, the actual mashup episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so what happens in this episode? 
Um, that's a good question. No, so we have what starts our whole mashup theme is that Emma and Coach Tanaka would like to have a first dance at their wedding that no one is invited to, that they're keeping super low-key and secret and hidden in Hawaii, so I don't know why they need a choreographed first dance. Um, She is dead set on I Could Have Danced All Night from My Fair Lady, lady. starring my good personal friend, Laura Benanti. Um, And he would like to do the thong song. Mm -hmm. This inspires Will Schuster to assign a mashup assignment. Assign an assignment. Assign um, a mashup assignment. (laughs) Assign a mashup assignment to the the kids asking them to mash something up with Bust a Move. Uh, They all fail and don't do it. Um, Yeah, and like the overarching thing is that because of this rivalry between Coach Tanaka and Will, he's like making the football players choose like their affiliations. Between trying to remember where it went between the Glee Club and and the football team, so they need they 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 put a deadline and they're like you have to choose by now which do you want to use, and they are all very conflicted because I mean in this episode uses a very which one of, was one of the, spoiler alert, I didn't like this episode very much, but one of the few things I did like was the recurring carrying of the slushy. Um, sure. And and it's just like, this This is, I think, the episode where the slushies are actually used more. Like, oh, most yeah. as a beat. Uh, so everyone, I guess, like, slushied, and it's like, oh, we're all so humiliated. They're even we're wearing, like, like raincoats. Yeah. Ones. Yeah, so they need, like, they, they're feeling specially defeated, so they need to... And we also have... Um... Puck uh, dabbling in... In uh, Rachel in Waters? Rachel. <laughs> yes, because of Judaism. Yes, and uh, and like a very, very, very small plot of Sue with Ron, which is one of the oh, anchors in the yes. news station. It's very small. It's like literally two scenes. Yeah, pretty um, much. But that, that's basically what happens. Um, Doesn't it sound like a great episode, guys? Yeah, so what are your overall thoughts about this? Um... My overall thoughts are, um, that tongue pop was my thought. That's all. That's, that's all, all you have? <laughs> um, maybe we can insert Alyssa Edwards. You put your tongue on the roof of your mouth and you suck in as much air as you can and then you let it go. Um, but really, um, like, can I just skip to giving it a slushy? <laughs> this is very this is the episode yeah. like it is the slushy episode it is perhaps a, for a reason yeah i mean first yeah it's not a great episode once i mean first of all it focuses a lot on the grown-ups yes i thought about that while we were watching the second episode which is not great in a glee no like we we were starting to notice that that once it once it, it focuses within the adults it's usually not great especially yeah. if it's mr shu yes uh, or and or Coach Tanaka, like the those two do not mix well. So the the, the basic like storyline and and also like it's just been dragging even more. Like the the whole Emma thing, just like we know it's not gonna happen. Like why are you like yeah keep making us think that like that it actually gonna come through? There's also not really a a, a a musical number in this episode that like justifies this episode's existence because yeah. there's also not a single mashup. Yeah, in an episode called Mashup, that the plotline revolves around creating mashups. 
There isn't like, a single they mashup. Sing both, they sing both I Could Have Danced All Night and Thong Song separately, but they never mashed them up. Thank God, because yeah. that would be disrespectful yeah. to my close personal friend, Laura Benanti. And Mr. Shu uh, uh, assigns them to mash Boston Move with a song. Yeah. Pac performs Sweet Caroline, the staple straight song, but he doesn't mash it up. He no. doesn't mash it up with it. With it so. You want to know my favorite performance of the episode? Leah Michelle. Rachel to her mirror oh. with a hairbrush. Leah Michelle. In the mirror with a hairbrush. In the mirror with a hairbrush, singing What a Girl Wants. Where's the studio recording? What a girl wants, what a girl needs, whatever makes me happy sets you free. And I'm thanking you for knowing exactly what a girl wants, what a girl needs, whatever keeps me in your arms. Yeah, we, we can't actually judge that one in our ranking because it was not released as a single. But it's it, that's peak Rachel Berry, like that 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 scene's also iconic because she tells Puck that, like because he basically like asks her to make out and she's down and then she's like I can't do this, uh because I can't give myself to someone who isn't brave enough to sing a solo in Glee Club. I do love that. I do and love she that. like like calls herself like she's like like admittedly high maintenance like she she it was oh, very... they, they, i mean when she was still self-aware when yeah. the character was still like in that time yeah there isn't like that much to say about that uh yeah um i just remembered what quinn and finn's plotline is and that's that they go to they get slushied so they go to emma pillsbury for advice on how to be cool and she tells them to wear sunglasses so they wear sunglasses yeah I mean, this ties into, like, the they're not cool enough um, plotline. Like, the, yes. they have to choose between, like, their alliances and they're being bullied. This is this also marks the first appearance of Karofsky. It's true. And he was, like, a hockey player. He was... Was he a hockey? That's what, what he said. Oh, he was, I like, thought he was because, in a football team. No, he said something about, like... You're so Later down. on, he is on the football team. I right? think so. Okay. He's like, you're so, like, you're so low on the totem pole now. Like, even the hockey guys can... Come for you or okay. something. Like, as he uh, throws a slushy, slushy in his face. Yeah. Which is... Are the slushies in the face, like, homoerotic? Is sexual? Like a... Like a facial? No, Jorge. Like... Please uh, break it down. <laughs> like a warm hug with somebody who's taller mm-hmm. than you, mm-hmm. so I love their chest with... is in your face. I love peg hugs, though. <sighs> um, Maybe. I mean, knowing what we know about Karofsky... Well, yeah. Well, but he didn't invent the slushy yeah. throwing. I'm talking in general. I mean, maybe. I mean, it's Murphy, Ryan Murphy. Everything he does is homoerotic. So, um, yeah. I mean, the, uh, there isn't really that much to say about this episode. It's a filler episode, a hundred percent. Yeah, and it like it starts a kind of like humanization of Sue that I don't always love. Which like, the next episode does much better. Much better. Much better. But we have her like. Basically, like... Being heartbroken. She gets heartbroken, and then she's ready to go to Karis all over wow. Glee Club's King but, Landing. By the time the Sayers will know what happens. Wow. With... Spoiler alert, even though it will have already happened, uh, Rachel Berry is on the Iron Throne. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> Berry, Rachel Berry goes Mad Queen by, this, <laughs> by season six. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oof. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I do have to say, coming to the suit thing, she does look iconic in that suit suit. 
Sure. And um, I, there's, they, she has a dance number with Will because like he's a three te- minute dance number. Yeah. And I thought I would love this if it were literally any two other people. And if it wasn't literally the episode after an entire plot about their rivalry yeah, and how they must they hate made each other. No sense in, in any context. And like, Will isn't really questioning of it too much whereas then the next episode when she starts behaving weirdly he's like what's going on like you know but yeah. it's yeah that glee character that, that glee whiplash will get you every time so we do have the moment where like it all they're supposed to choose the boys are supposed to choose whether they're gonna go to glee club or if they're gonna go to football practice um and for some reason that really doesn't get explained and really hasn't been built up to at all all of the boys except finn choose and i was like what (laughs) yeah yeah i was like why are they here well it's kind of explained when he is forced to shoot kurt in the face that's not the good wording (laughs) Uh, what did i say uh, um throw the slushy at kurt Mm -hmm. and he's like it's i mean he's basically afraid of being like bullied by everyone else. no i got finn but i just didn't understand why any of the oh. other guys came oh, to glee oh i club. thought you didn't understand why no i totally it. got finn okay i thought you yeah. like even puckett said he wasn't doing it yeah they, he had a full scene with rachel about how he wasn't doing it and i was just like okay also, by, by, okay losers should have <laughs> gone to football also by now i mean by this point mike and the other guy are matt still, matt are still non-characters yeah so we don't care yeah. I mean, Matt will remain a non-character until his departure by the end of the season. But Mike is still, like, a non-entity. Yeah. And then also, uh, part of Sue's Mad Queen uh, reign uh, affects Cersei Quinn. Cersei does have a, a, a Sue haircut by the last <laughs> season. True, but I was I was comparing her to, to Yeah, Danny I know, I know. I'm she's, just... She's snapped. Well, they're both Mad Queens. Anyway. <laughs> One is my queen. Yeah. Oh, wait, what, what What did you say? I, I missed. What about oh, in her? Oh, so part of the the wrath of her, as her reign as Mad Queen, she finally kicks Quinn out of the Cheerios for being pregnant, uh, which leads to a great moment of her being really upset in Glee Club, and Will is like, are you okay? And she says, do I look okay? I'm devastated. Wow. Uh, future Oscar winner Diana Agra. <laughs> Girl, girl, <laughs> and then we end on uh, Will Schuster slushy bukkake. Slushy, I couldn't have worded it better. <laughs> uh, I feel we devoted way more time to this episode than it. Yeah, I to. feel like we can move on to. Uh, I mean, I, oh, I, I we guess do have to give an official is, ranking. I mean, I, do we even have to ask? Is this a slushy or a gold star? It's it's, it's a it's, it's a slushy bukkake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, oh, I mean, wait, no, it's a slushy. I don't want to give slushy bukkake. Yeah, you know, I rank comparatively, there will be... and there will be worse. Yeah, so it's it's a slushy. It's not a good episode. No, um, yeah, I'm a, it's it's mediocre, it verging on bad. It's not not as bad as Acafellas, but <gasps> maybe this would probably be like for me though, like second worst. It it, it is, but it's. It's still not middle-aged men rapping. No, thank God. But we do have to sit through Bust a Move and the Thong Song from, from Matthew Morrison. We do, Morrison. which is painful. Uh, oh, we also should mention this is the first time Emma Pills re-sings. Yes. Um, which, do we have to, do I have to pick a favorite musical number yes, from I'm the gonna, episode? Yes, I'm gonna rank. I guess it's, I guess it's I'll, I'll give the four, because I, I should give the number. So we have Bust a Move, 
uh, original performed by Young MC, sung by Will Schuster with the New Directions. Dressed in yellow, she says hello, come sit next to me, you fine fellow. You run over there without a second to lose, and what comes next? Hey, bust the move. We have the song, the thong song, originally performed by Cisco. Is that how it's pronounced? Yes. Yeah. Uh, performed by Will Schuster. Absolutely not. That girl's so scandalous, and you know another guy couldn't handle it. She's shaking that thing like who's the ish, with a look in her eyes so devilish. Uh, she likes to dance at the hip hop spots, and she cruises the cruise like an ectodot. Not just urban, she likes to pop, cause she was living la vida loca. We have Sweet Caroline, performed originally by Neil Diamond, sung by Puck with the background, the straight vocal uh, uh, chantations of the New Directions. And we have I Could Have Danced All Night from the musical My Fair Lady, starring Michael's fr- personal friend Laura Benanti, uh, sung by Emma Pillsbury. I could have danced all night, I could have danced all night, and still have begged for more. I could have spread my wings and done a thousand things I've never done. I do think I could have danced all is maybe the best one. Yes. Because uh, it's the only gay one. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only gay one. Uh, I mean, I would put Sweet Caroline after, but... The, I would have to. Yeah. But you literally have to. And then it, it, for to. me, I, I prefer Bust to move, move Over. Bust to Move Over song, song. Yeah. I mean, for... I will have to say, for all the white man dancing that Matthew Morrison does, this is one of his best dancing that, Like, hip-hop dancing that he does. As unfortunate as it all is, there are still some days he could make me like a sheep on Younger, if you know what I mean. I mean, he was the... Can the... we cut that? I hate that. <laughs> I will I not cut that. Already. Uh, he I was the original Link Larkin, so, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you gotta have the, the, that. And now, let's take a much-needed breather. Uh, let's Let's catch a break real quick. And we will be right back to discuss episode nine, the Emmy nominated Wheels. Wheels. So, Michael, I got a question for you. Remember in high school, that annoying ass girl that would always walk down the hallway singing show tunes to herself? Uh, that was me? Great. No, you ever wish you could shut her up? Um, not really. I was enjoying the song, usually. Well, I have the product just for you, because it seems like you had the same problem. I'm not sure I did, Jorge. A punch in the face? That's too messy. How is that messy? A wedgie? In today's climate, that would be considered sexual harassment. Well, um, yeah, and it wouldn't be great. For a wet willy, you would have to touch someone's ear. 
I actually like a little ear play. And the swirly. No, no, please, please don't touch my hair. <laughs> so I have the perfect solution for you. Originally branded as a refreshing drink, I give you a slushy. I, I really don't like where this a is A slushy. Just throw it against the face of your enemy and just see them drip down with embarrassment. That just feels wet, cold, and sticky. Yes, exactly. Cold and sticky. Slushies. And just for our listeners, go and buy any size slushy at your local gas station with a discount code GLEEWIND. And it'll probably do nothing, but it helps us spread the word about the podcast. Wait. Jorge, why do you have a slushy with you now? Wait, what? No. Or wait, wait, no, I said not the hair. Not the hair! Okay, we're back. Hi. Hi. Uh, so, episode nine, uh, Wheels. Uh, that's written by Ryan Murphy. Yes. Directed by Iconic TV director Paris Berkeley. Work. This was uh, one of the most celebrated episodes of the season. Yes, definitely. Uh, next to the pilot, I think this was one of the ones that got the most attention. It got a director nomination for Paris Berkeley. If you don't know who he is, he's directed literally any show you love. He's been at it since the 80s. So he has directed over 155 episodes of television uh, from things like NYPD Blue, ER, West Wing, Lost, The Shield, House... Uh, Cold Case, The Good Wife, Empire, Scandal. Work. Um, Glee, Smash. Um, wow. So what he, episode? He's also uh, an ally. So so this episode, what happens in this episode is, the main plot line is, the Glee Club doesn't have enough money to be able to accommodate our Artie in his wheelchair in the bus to take them to sectionals. Um, so they, they need, the Glee Club needs to come up with the funds to, to pay for it. Uh, Mr. Shu decides that they're all being insensitive brats. And, uh, <laughs> which they are. Which they are being. And decides to put them all in a wheelchair for a week. He breaks their legs now. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be iconic. Where's that show? Like I, Mister Shu goes like, off his rail. <laughs> like Black Swan found dead in a ditch. Suspiria is shaking. Like, could you imagine? Yeah, that would be the, the greedy Glee reboot. <laughs> um, no, he he makes them spend three hours in a wheelchair for a week to so that he can they can know what he is going through. We have the diva off. The diva off. The iconic diva off. Uh, Kurt. Mr. Schuster decides that they need to do some, like, standards and some Broadway in order to win over the sectionals judges, so he assigns Defying Gravity. What, which Rachel describes as her go-to shower song. <laughs> yes. And Kurt says he has an iPod shuffle devoted especially to selections from Wicked. He does. I which is the most, Didn't we Which all? is the most dated line <laughs> of dialogue ever spoken. I don't know. Well, the iPod shuffle, if at all, yeah. yes. I was about to say, I know many a gay who... <laughs> Has right now would be like a playlist. Yeah, exactly. Like Spotify exactly. So Kurt wants to go out for the solo as well, um, which Schuster originally homophobically does not allow him to, and so noted ally Michael Malley as his father has to step in and be like, "Yo, give my son a shot," and he throws it away. <laughs> Because he gets harassed. I know, I know. I was making a Hamilton reference, okay? Um, 
Yeah, so they, they decide he's going to let Kurt sing for it. Uh, yes. Which at the end of the day, because his father is getting calls. Calling calling him a fag. Calling, him a fag, not calling Kurt a fag. <laughs> he decides that in order to protect his father, he's going to like not put himself exposed out there. Which, did it ring a bit too per- close to home? Maybe. Yeah. Have I had that exact same conversation with my father? Maybe. <laughs> um, and we also have Finn and Quinn fighting over pregnancy issues. Yes, because they don't have money, money. And she's starting to get billed for like the sonograms. Yeah. And Pucks tries to like step up and, and pay for some things, which causes tension between them and yep. tension between the boys yeah. and teenage hormones. Yes. We have a little budding romance between Tina and Artie. This is the first time we see it. Yes. And we also get the introduction of Becky, which I told you, I a thought it was staple. later on. Yeah, yeah. Siri staple Becky. Literally until the very last episode she's in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because inspired by, like, the, the Glee Club's motivation for, like, diversity and whatnot, uh, the, the principal figures uh, asks Sue to... Hold open editions for the open slot that that Quinn Fabray left in the Cheerios. So they audition a lot of uh, people. And Becky, which if you don't know, is a girl who has Down syndrome, uh, auditions. And Sue takes it in. And, and Will takes it very suspiciously because yes, this is Sue Sylvester. Mm-hmm. How dare she be nice. Yeah. So, okay, when before we started this episode, you told me you weren't that high originally in the episode. Not yes and no. I, I really, really like the episode. I was just... It was, like, I remember getting a lot of critical attention at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it was being heralded as, like, the Glee episode. I just preferred other episodes. Yeah. Over... Like, like for me, the, the, the April Rhodes one is still better, better. Mm-hmm. or at least maybe more of the glee that i wanted and enjoyed. yeah i, I, I think this is i mean I, I, this is still not my personal favorite episode of glee it would make like a top five of season mm-hmm. one for me maybe yeah but, like, but i do think of, of everything we've seen like excluding the pilot it it has it speaks most about what glee is as yeah a show like the like thematically it, it's it's the most glee episode next to the pilot i think um, yes, but it also has like, like in serious the... gleeisms for me, like the retconning of Tina's stutter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's both like yeah, the I mean... show's highs and some of the show's lows. Yeah, which is uh, that's exactly like uh, that. When I say it's the most glee episode, I also mean with the like setbacks that it yeah. comes. But I think I mean the whole the, the whole plot line, um, wheelchair, but also like gay stuff with. Kurt and his dad mm-hmm. and the uh, and Becky stuff. I think it's, I, I mean this more like thematically more than like even with characters or whatever. I think it's it's in, in the essence of what Glee, maybe not is but wanted to be the, the strongest for sure. Um, I think it's. Uh, uh, we also talked about this. I think that the director nomination was more because of the Paris Barkley of it all than the actual direction. Although it's a very well directed episode. It is. Oh yeah. Um, and it does have. Like, all numbers, there, there aren't that many, but all three are very good, very They're well They're great, made. yeah. Um, already performs Dancing With Myself in the auditorium, Dancing With Himself. Ali Stroker, he is not, though. <laughs> Ali Stroker, he is not, but she will come and teach, oh. him that, teach him that very same thing a couple of seasons after. We have the iconic 
defying gravity diva off between Kurt and Rachel, yeah. which is weird because I mean I've grown so accustomed to listening to the combined version on the soundtrack, mm-hmm. which is a similar version with they showed, but it's weird because the 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 version on the show the verses are the ex- the opposite of what the recorded version is. So oh, what really? so what we see them sing in the in the episode, they sing the opposite parts on the recording. So it was kind of off-putting listening to it because I was just used to them singing the yeah the literal other verses. Honestly, um, I'm not like too high on the. I don't love the arrangement. It's a very this was this was one of my first approaches to Defying Gravity mm-hmm. as as a song. So I think I may have discovered them around the same time. Yeah. So so that for them they're very close. So I don't. I feel the arrangement would be more off-putting if I had known the original first because it is a very different arrangement. Yeah. But I do I do like how it's a bit more stripped down. It, I I still think it's weird that they decided to do it as a duet. Yes. Um, and I, well, it's not a duet, but like it's caught as one. Yes. And but I maybe this I, I do like I I actually really like Chris Culver's voice. I find specific places where it works really well though, and like. I mean, he didn't. He didn't get the solo, so you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, because he intentionally blew the the high F, but um, which his father is like the congratulations Kool-Aid. on the Kool Aid or the high C, yeah. Dad. It's a high F. He's like kind of like pristine, crystal clear. Like voice is 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 not like is not how I see this song. Like I love like yeah. Leah Michelle's belt here. She has like her growl. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, it is, she also emotes, and, and it's also like. I mean, I think at this point, maybe this was the thing that sparked the whole, like, let's cast Adina as her mother. Yeah. Because because she she doesn't appear until the second half, right? After yeah. the, the first uh, batch. Um, so, yeah, so it's, an, it's unev- like, inevitable to make the, the comparisons. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I did. One of my notes was Leah Michelle for Wicked 2020, which I think <laughs> may be one of our sponsors. So we love our sponsors. Uh, so yeah, I I do like that. I mean, at least it's not as I do not like when they have Mercedes sing it though, like later on the show. Oh yeah, yeah, in the one hundredth episode because oh because they revisit like they, old favorites. Remember they did a fan voting thing. Oh yeah, I yeah. remember. Yeah, and this was one of the songs. In uh, the last number they do is of course the iconic Proud Mary, directed by Daniel Fish. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they do it all in wheelchairs, and it's actually really great. It is um, one. Of, I think it was one of the best numbers they do. Yeah, it, it is. This is one of the. This is the first inclinations of like actually going out, like the staging of it, going outside of like the realistic boundaries of a glee club. Oh yeah, because they because buy like all new like little like ramp. It's, it's like risers. a fucking skateboard park. Like, yeah, with the parks, and it's also one of the the first times where they're all in identical costumes when they're not performing. So yeah. they had to like buy them or like have them made or something when they just like had a fucking bake sale because they couldn't carry someone to sectionals. Yeah. So, you know, that's when it starts to, the cracks are starting to show up <laughs> a little bit. But I also noticed, and I mean, this is a very, I don't know if this was in this episode or in the past episode, but Quinn is wearing the dress she wore in her vitamin D performance of Halo Walking on Sunshine. Oh. With the yellow dress, which I appreciate. It's like, I like when, when series make characters repeat clothes. Oh, Because yeah. it makes, it makes them acknowledge that characters don't own unlimited amount of <laughs> I think I read that 
Yeah, my so-called life did that. Like they only oh, had really? like, I love that. like five outfits for Claire Danes in the entire show because it was like, yeah, she doesn't have like a limited amount of clothes. Yeah. And so this is what 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 else do you have to say about the show? I th- was this the first time that that Britney was characterized as dumb, or has she been? I think before? it's maybe the first time it was like explicitly said. Um, but it's been, like, alluded to before, or, like, referenced, but they're, like, basically, like, outright, like, you're dumb. Yeah. Uh, we stand how Kurt wheels himself with his leg crossed. Oh my god, iconic. Um, oh, that was amazing. That's gay rights. Cross we, leg. We'll, we'll make a, a gif out of that, because it's uh, pretty iconic. Um, oh, um, and we haven't mentioned, um, I mean, the reason Sue takes on Becky is because we learned later on that she has an older sister who has also Down syndrome. Yes. Uh, Jean, was it, is her name? Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Because she becomes a, a pretty prominent character until season three, when it's, spoiler alert, she dies. Um, <laughs> but I think this is the first effective time we humanize sue yes like yes. like truly it's like, actually I was really moved. like charming heartwarming scene um her reading to her sister and how like excited her sister is to see her um and it's really interesting if only it were consistent consistent <laughs> yeah because i think i mean uh, uh like you said in the past in the last episode they try to do a bit of humanizing with her romantic life and they they throw things here and there but I think this is the, the one time where it's, like, actually emotionally powerful. Yeah. Uh, and it, it it becomes a bit, con- like, I think that, I if I remember correctly, that's a thorough line through, like, their relationship becomes, like, remains emotionally strong. But we'll see as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, Artie, well, we have that crush, and then Tina reveals that she has been faking her stutter. Yes, because she time. didn't want to give a speech in eighth grade or something. And then Artie was like, I thought we had something really important in common because I yeah. guess he only... Yeah. I mean, I kind of get his point, though. Oh, it's well, like, oh, get... like, ooh, like you get to like take back the oh, thing that made I you different. Oh, I get him being mad at her for faking it because that's shitty. But him being like, I thought we had something important in common. Yeah. Like, I'm like, if that's the base of your attraction here, the fact that she had a stutter. like, Yeah. Yeah, that's... But her, like, faking it. But also, I don't know if she'd been faking it. No, you know what? He's been dealing with that for, like, most of his life. I was about to say, like, I, like at least she came clean pretty early on. Yeah, she did. But it was... Yeah. But I get Yeah. You got it. Uh, we, we learned that the, the way Artie got into his wheelchair is he got into a car accident with his mom. Katie Seagal. Katie Seagal. Uh, <laughs> who was unscathed and... And he ended up in that wheelchair. He also um, has a great moment uh, earlier in the episode when Mr. Schuster was calling all the kids out for, like, being shitty about not caring that Artie can't ride the bus. They're like, oh, he can just ride with his dad. Uh, And Rachel's like, well, we didn't mean it personally. He comes back at her and says, well, you're irritating most of the time, but don't Don't take take that personally. Oh, Leah's agent to her every time. <laughs> oh, oh my god. And Rachel during the diva off um, because Mr. Schuster decides to have the students vote rather than he make the decision. She very early on is worried she was going to get Shangela. Because <laughs> she was like they're just going to vote for him. Only Thorgy Thor is going to vote for her. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is the Thorgy Thor of think? New I mean, Directions? Probably fan, right? 
Well, I mean, in terms of who voted for her, yes. But I'm trying. Oh, to like in the like, 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 like the bigger like picture, the, the bigger picture. Um, I think a Brit Britney. I was thinking Britney or like Harry Shum Jr. Harry Shum Jr. would make a good five authority times, five times SAG nominee. Harry um, Shum Jr. Uh, I I mean, unless you have anything else to say, I think. I forgot. Okay? <laughs> I, I forgot. I forgot. I wrote this down. Okay. So Kurt, after Kurt's dad goes to the office and gets Kurt the chance to audition in the diva off for Defying Gravity, uh, Kurt's dad gets a phone call that says your son's a fag. Um, and all I could think of was it would be so iconic if it was Rachel who <laughs> left that voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Berry <laughs> with her two decay dads because she said she said to Will Schuster could you create teaching moments without ruining my life <laughs> and I just picture her Wait, like as, after her, her two gay dads go to bed her. not even I want her to do it just with her own voice just your son's a fag <laughs> hang up Rachel Berry <laughs> Know how, I uh, wouldn't put it past her, honestly. It's never revealed who that phone call was from. <laughs> and I think it's highly possible it was Rachel Berry. These are the questions we wanted. <laughs> Leah Michelle, we know you're listening. In your mind, because we know Rachel. you've thought out every detail we know you've of this character. Every detail. Did she leave that voicemail? Uh, you know how we decided every episode title is going to be a Rachel quote? <laughs> your son's a fag. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> no, I, I had already thought it should be cre- the creating a teaching. Oh moment. no, it will. But uh, oh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I said it. I almost and let her, it go. And with, like, oh, you could just or... picture her in her bedroom <laughs> with like her plaid skirt. <laughs> Your son's a fag. <laughs> And then coming down to dinner with her two gay dads. <laughs> and being like, hi dad, so today, some <laughs> faggot tried to steal my solo. Uh, wait, what else did you have? Oh, that's uh, it. That's, 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 oh, I don't God, think. That was funny. I... Oh. <laughs> that and I want to know, well, we didn't talk about how, um. Puck was able to sell all the cupcakes, and that's because with weed? he put weed in them oh, that he got from Quinn Sandy. Ate them? And I need to know if Quinn ate one because she's like wiping her fingers off of red icing, and I'm like, were you just putting your fingers in red icing, or did yeah. did the father of your baby let you eat a pot cupcake? A pot cupcake. Okay, so are you ready to rate this? I am. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a gold star episode. For it me. is. It it's is a, a gold very star episode, in fact. solid episode. It's thematically strong it has good character moments it's giving us iconic numbers iconic lines it's an above it's a it's, it's a good glee episode it it's is. it's it is. it's a, it's a standout of the season mm-hmm. thus far thus far uh as far as the music so you, it's a gold star for you too right yes, uh, yes as far as the musical numbers we have three uh we have dancing with myself which was originally performed by generation x uh song by Artie abrams I waited too long for my love vibration And I'm dancing with myself I'm dancing with myself I'm dancing with myself Well, there's nothing to lose And there's nothing to prove And I'll be dancing with myself We have Defying Gravity from the musical Wicked uh, Performed by Curtin Rachel Sooner by Defying Gravity 
Performed by Ike and Tina Turner, uh, sung by the New Directions. I would give it one Proud Mary. Two Defying Gravity, three Dancing With Myself. I think I'm the same, though I'm... Dancing With Myself and Defying Gravity are very close for me. Really? Are you... Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess I'll give it Are you a bigger gravity. fan of Dancing With Myself that I thought, or a lesser fan than Defying Gravity that I thought? Lesser fan of that version of okay. Defying Gravity. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I just really <laughs> live for that recording of Dancing With Myself. <laughs> yeah, you do. Which, I mean, no, I say that joking. Uh, we like, haven't, I mean, we haven't said recording. any... I mean, not... we didn't... We didn't say this last time, but uh, do either I Could Have Danced All Night or Proud Mary Dethrone, maybe this time. Not this time. Not this time. Yeah. Nope. Well, now that we're all caught up on Glee, here's what we missed not on Glee. <clears throat> Should we start with... Um. Well, like... We can start with what we already talked about a little, um, which is Tony uh, nominee. By now, the Tonys have already happened, but remember, we are season one, part one, and we are uh, recording this so, in a wait, vacuum. Wait. <laughs> so, we would like to con- congratulate Tony Award Ali Stroker. <laughs> Blank. On her <laughs> Tony Award. So you guys fill in the blank with the corresponding either nomination, which which we already congratulate regardless. But um, yeah, she is nominated for her. Um, it's between her and Amber Gray, and it's it's. Yeah, we've it's, seen them. We saw oof, them both, oof, and they're both and they're both incredible. incredible they were in both highlights ways. of both shows we saw. Yeah, in two very different ways. Yeah, uh, she was nominated for uh, her role as Aduani in Iconic. Oklahoma. Uh, and I think this was. I mean, she was the only Glee nom. Gilly alum to get a nomination this year. I mean, there weren't not that there were many available, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So congratulations, we Ali. If you are listening, again, come. We we'd like to talk to you. Yeah. Um. And congratulations, you were fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, truly. So I mean, also we should talk about because we we actually did the homeworks this time. Um. We talked about a couple of episodes ago that. Kevin McHale and Jenna Oshkowitz have a podcast, just yes. like you and I do, uh, called Showmans, in which they bring like duos, like famous people, partnerships, whatever. And you know, people like each, you and me. Like you Jorge. and me, yeah. That are like creative partners or romantic partners or whatever, and they talk about their relationship. Uh, and a couple of weeks ago, they had Amber Riley and Chris Colfer on. For what was a really fun Glee union? For was was a really fun Glee union, and I've heard from a couple of people that it was a very good tea spilling episode about the behind the scenes. Uh, so we all, I was like, let's listen to it and just talk about what happened on on it. So we did, um, and let's talk about what happened on it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, there wasn't many like tea spilling as 
No, it was, I mean, not like, just just them talking about like having fun and like being drunk and like yeah. going on I mean, tour if, and if stuff. If everything, what, like the, the biggest thing I got out of it is we really don't talk about how big of a fucking phenomenon the show was. Yeah. Like, internationally. Internationally. Because they, they talked about a lot how insane about... it was in the UK. Yeah. We will get to, to, to it eventually with the movie i was gonna say yeah uh, but it wasn't like how big like they had to like hide from fans yeah like sneak out of security um like amber says she like sneaked out to b- go to bars with like her personal security <laughs> guard so it was it was like fucking insane mm-hmm. they uh, did seem also relatively grounded about it though like they were like they were like they were like we're we're recognized, but we're not like like oh, no. there are more famous people here. And that's like, the also and this feels weird. And I think it's because it was the four of them. That's also what I was gonna mention. That... The other thing I took out of it is like at least those them four have remained relatively grounded, and they they look back at it with like a, a fun time in their lives, but not like they're not like deals about it. You yeah, know? They, they. I mean. 70% of the episode is just, like, them cackling about... It was really cute. It about... was just, it was just like, listening to Best Friends Kiki, and it was... I loved it. It was a blast. Um, it was a blast. I love the that they called for... themselves Jack. Oh, my because God, right. Jenna, uh, Which none Amber, of them remember, Chris, except for Kurt. Kevin. <laughs> uh, love that. We love the anecdote, the turbulence anecdote, <laughs> which they... we will insert a clip uh, of. Well, yeah, they just start scream laughing, talking about Leah Michelle. <laughs> Flying into the air during turbulence on a shitty private jet. Oh my god, do you remember when, when we hit turbulence and Leah was walking from the bathroom to her seat? <laughs> she went flying into the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you guys. This episode is just going to be us cackling. My main takeaway was, I want to read this Kurt Hummel pilot that yes. Chris Colfer wrote. He apparently wrote a Kurt Hummel pilot in which everyone else was his, like, guest star and supporting cast. I want to read that. Where is it? Chris Culfer. Send, send it to pilot. us. We'll I was going to say, we know you're it. listening, but she's actually busy. We'll, we'll, we'll do a live reading of it. Oh my god, iconic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, the, I mean, the, and the underlying takeaway is that they really don't mention anyone else from the show. Um, in their anecdotes. Um, they mentioned Naya they a mentioned bit, Naya but and, it seems like yeah. they were, the four of them were very close yeah. and hung out a which, lot. Which, I mean, this is sense. just me making, like, Homeland conspiracy <laughs> issues. But it does seem like they're not really close with anyone else from the show anymore. Maybe this is me making conjectures and from their socials and whatever, but they, they seem like the, they them four remained close, but mm-hmm. I don't, like, it doesn't seem like it's the case with the rest of them. People have handled the post years differently. Yes, and the, these. I mean, they've all also that group has had so many of their own like individual successes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tony Award winner, Tony Jenna Award winner, Oshkowitz. Olivier Award winner, Amber New, Riley. New York Times bestseller, and Kevin just released that new music video. <laughs> what, we did, talked about. what did they say? They were so shady. Poor Kevin. Now. Yeah, they were like, "You have packs now, Kevin." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, the read." Um, we. Overall, we recommend. I mean, we'll we'll link to oh, it, it in our show fun. notes. It, it was a lot of fun. Listen to Especially more. if you're a Gleek. Oh, we were talked about. They they did a game at the end where they gave oh, Amber and Chris song lyrics of the songs they sung. Like each of them sung, and they had to guess which one was it. Kurt, like you said, he immediately forgot that he ever did La Jazz Hot. 
Which they literally, they literally said, okay, I don't know if you'll get this one, Chris. It's a bit of a deeper cut. It's a weirder one. And I was like, they're going to, they're going to stay the jazz hot. (laughs) It was the lyrics to the jazz hot. And I was like, how sick am I that I knew exactly which song they were going to choose when they said that. Yeah. Um, But he didn't even get it. He didn't even get it. He didn't get the Sondheim one either. He didn't get the I'm still here one either. Uh, come come to this show and we'll make you play games. And, <laughs> um, no, I mean, actually, we are putting, if Jenna and Kevin wants to have us, wants this, if this podcast takes off, um, we can do a, a, a crossover We, we would event. love to have. If you talk about, if you give us more Glee anecdotes, we'll talk about our showmans. Like that's yeah. There we go. There Boom. We go. It's an exchange. We'll we'll talk about our New York trip more on their <laughs> yes, podcast. Yes, that's that's <laughs> what the audience is clamoring for. <laughs> Everyone uh, just wants to hear me talk we'll, about. We'll talk about how we met Rose Byrne in the subway. Well, met <gasps> is a, how we saw Rose Byrne in the subway. <laughs> but I I mean I also I also saw John Cameron Mitchell, Aaron Tveit. Yeah. It was very. I'm gonna make you a shirt that's like. Aaron and Cynthia and like <laughs> all of the celebrities you saw. I just want a shirt of the Laura Benanti tweet, let's be real. Yeah. You'll you'll if no one gets it to you, you will have it made yourself. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um what else do we have? Um Oh, we still have more moments. We have a very important uh gay wedding gay rat wedding on Arthur, which uh Jane Lynch played the not explicitly, but definitely lesbian sister of yeah, that, one lo- of the that girls. looks like Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi <laughs> put together. Yes, um, yeah. So, so Arthur in its twenty second season had one of his teachers, Mister what is it called, Mister Ratburn. Yes, Mr. get Ratburn. gay married with a male gay rat, um, <laughs> and Jane Lynch played the voice of of the aunt, well, the sister, not the aunt, the sister of. We the love aunt. that. Mm-hmm. So we love that. We love gay rats getting married. It, I mean, aren't we all <laughs> just gay rats getting not married? Uh, in straighter news, uh, straighter. Darren Chris attended the Met Gala. And actually, for, for... for Look, he did his homework. Exactly. For, relatively speaking, to what a lot of the men wore, he, he at least put yeah. in some thought look, he and is, some work he is one and of some look. At least three men that attended that have been involved or, like, submerged in camp energy... Yes. fully and he was the only one that delivered like Ryan, uh, Rami Malek and Taryn Edgerton both of whom played camp icons yeah gave us nothing when, when you let Jared Leto look campier than oh, you camping you yeah come on uh, so he wore but like so, I have I have the outfit right so here so thank in front you Darren Chris uh, like a very ornate Jacket, bow, and the, bow. The, the eye makeup. I, I love, love the my eye favorite thing is the lips. Oh, that 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 like Amidala the, moment, like the parted lips situation. So he, I mean, he clearly knows what he's talking about. He he did the homework, or his stylist did, um, or his stylist did. <laughs> but I mean, he was game for it. I mean, yeah. any one stylist could have be game. And if you say no, you know. Um, then we have two different nude moments <laughs> from the Gleep people. Um, we, I mean, we just, if you saw, we both saw both Leah's bot and Naya's breasts recently on social media. It's true. Lee Michelle was getting a, a, a B12, B12 shot. shot. Uh, and, and Naya felt was... the need to put it in her Instagram story. And Naya was just feeling herself. Feeling herself. She, she, she looked gorgeous. good. She looked great. Um, yeah, and Naya Rivera embraces her natural beauty while bearing it all in sexy NSFW photo shoot. Wow. Um... She looked great. Was she able to bear the nipple on Instagram? 
I don't know what she, how she did it. No, because I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, so did I. So maybe what? she like blurred it out or something. Well, not the the embedded photo is like pixelated. Oh yeah, so, so she did blur it out. But I, I do remember ex- like explicitly seeing a nipple on Instagram. Maybe she tried it. Maybe People she tried try it. it. You know. Yeah. Uh, so good for them. I'm glad they are feeling her oats and they feel that there are enough oats to be shared amongst <laughs> them. Um, and this was like weeks apart, so it's not like they it came one right after the other. Yeah. Leah was like, ooh, I'm, it's time for my shot. Like, um, let's bear it all. Uh, also, we will be seeing Leah. For for you guys, it's months in the past. but uh, Yeah, we are seeing Leah on, on Friday. On Friday. Uh, her... her uh, Lee, uh, Little Mermaid. We'll see how at uh, the Hollywood Bowl. So we will report from it. We should bring the mic. <laughs> Do a live podcast. <laughs> live from the Hollywood Bowl. And by, <laughs> by live from the Hollywood Bowl, we mean like live from way back in the <laughs> audience of the Hollywood Bowl. Way back. Uh, yeah, because again, I we love Leah, but girl, you need to make your shows more accessible <laughs> we got discount tickets but this is not the first time we want to support you and shout out you... to gold star if gold star wants to sponsor us. can you imagine we got wow. our tickets on gold star um <laughs> i think link Tech should sponsor me I, I plugged link Tech's gold star we'll take any sponsors i mean most sponsorships we will will take yeah wow um, you were just ready to sell our souls to yeah, the devil yeah. way down to hades town can hades no like, <laughs> can we'll, hades we'll town a, on broadway sponsor we, please we'll fly us for, out to okay. see it again uh, for your consideration ad but by now it'll be like too late oh. um so yeah we will we will see how it is um so we can we can we move on to the game yes i on? just want to oh, say never mind. last that uh an article was published in vulture um, by Kyle Turner, uh, called Glee captured all of its wasted promise in one character. Uh, it came out for its 10th anniversary. It's really, really good. I will link to it. Uh, and it's about how the Glee potential is also like the wasted Glee potential is encapsulated in the Rachel Berry potential. And it touch mm-hmm. touches a lot of things we talked about during the pilot episode. So I'll just link to it. It's a very well uh, Anything peace loves Rachel, we love exactly, uh, and like that loves Rachel with its flaws, yes, not like exactly. mindlessly. Um, so yeah, I guess we can now move on to the can game. We move on to the game. Oh my yeah. God. So as... I've I've thought of what I wanted. Okay, do. I haven't. We're gonna we're gonna play our our signature game, six degrees of separation, based on six degrees of separation, where we connect uh, a random celebrity to a member of the Glee cast. Uh, only stipulation being you can't use the Ryan Murphy verse. Uh, it has to be done in two minutes. Uh, the first minute, uh, the the guesser is on their own. Uh, during the second minute, we can offer help to each other. Because otherwise it just gets too... Yeah. It just gets awesome naming. <laughs> just shows an actress. Okay. Um, and I, I'm, I'm ready because okay. I thought of mine. Is it gonna be Laura Benanti? I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. Um. So in the first episode we watched, they mash up. Uh, Jama Mays as Emma Pillsbury sings "I Could Have Danced All Night" from the musical My Fair uh-huh. Lady. Uh-huh. I recently. Uh, got called out from the audience by the current star of Broadway's My Fair Lady, Laura Benanti. Uh-huh. You did? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I don't know if... Uh, should I tell the story? Should I yes, tell the story? Yes, let's... 
Why don't I just reinsert the entire story you already told? So, if you could please connect Glee's Jamie Mays to Tony Award winner Laura Benanti, go. Okay. I think I, I have it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, figured, I figured it would be easy. Okay, so Jamie Mays both guest starred in Great News and is married to Adam... Let me look. Can I look up his last name? I'll look it up. Just look it up. Well, Brit- hot British guy. Wait, the guy from um, from Harper's Great- Island. Yes. <laughs> so she is married to him. You will give me the name now. Um, who is starring on um, Great News or star on Great News? Yes. Who also co-starred the great Andrea Martin? Andrea Martin is currently on The Good Fight. Oh, uh huh. On CBS All Access, uh, which I don't know if that start, if Laura Benanti was in Good Fight, but if not, The Good Fight starts Christine Baranski, who was in The Good Wife, and Laura Benanti yes. was in The Good Wife. Yes, you are correct. Okay. It is The Good Wife, not. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Laura, because she was one of um, Dylan Baker's wives. Yes, yeah. and by uh, no, and Katrina is... Lank is the one that's on The Good Fight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we love a Tony Award winner as Colin Sweeney's wife. So who, what's um, the name of this guy? Adam Campbell Adam is Campbell. his name. Yeah. I don't think I, oh, actually, I think I did know that they were married. Um, I told you before. Yeah, that's it, probably. Okay, so we did, you did, what's it called, The Great News. Wait, uh, no, she was on Jamie Great Mays. News, Well, she's married to Adam Campbell, so they clearly gotcha. know each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adam Campbell stars in Great News. With Andrea Martin. Andrea Martin is in The Good Fight, starring Christine Baranski, yeah, who is in The Good Wife. I figured with... The Good Wife would come into this. Yeah. But I, you know, um, I think maybe he'll get creative. Yeah. So, in episode nine, Wheels, mm-hmm. Rachel and Kurt do a duet of Defying Gravity mm-hmm. um, from the musical Wicked. One of the things about the musical Wicked is just how many people have played the role of Elphaba. So, for your task, you're linking Lee and Michelle with one of the people that have played the role of Elphaba, and that is, I hope I'm not making it this hard, too hard, I just thought about this, it may be too hard, but link Lee and Michelle with Anna Gasteyer. Okay, cool, I was hoping that's who you're going to oh, okay. Um, do-do-do-do-do. What? Oh, God. What do we always go to? New Year's Eve? Um, I have to... Oh, I could go to... No, I can't go to Scream Queens. Cocksucker. Um, I could go to, um, the mayor, um, which gives me community, um, which gives me... Ha! Ha 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 ha. Um, Yvette Yvette, Yvette Nicole Brown Alright so We are going to go From Lee Michelle who Starred on The Mayor On ABC with Yvette Nicole Brown Who is on Community With Donald Glover Who is both a writer for and guest starred On 30 Rock with Tina Fey Who is on SNL Which Anna Gasteyer Is obviously also on Beautiful Tina Fey also got you Mean Girls, which got you. Oh, Hannah uh-huh. Gaston. Very true. Um, work. Or also Wine Country. Or Wine Country. <laughs> That's a good route. I didn't even think about right? going the Wine Country route. We both did it without each other's wow, help. Wow, look at that. You know I'm what this proud is? Of us. 
It's gross. gross. (laughs) Um, So that's today's episode. So next episode, we will be watching episode 10 Ballad and 11 Horography. We're still debating what to do about Mattress. We we may throw Mattress in. We may throw Mattress in. So get ready. Uh, So it might be a three-way. What? We love three ways. Oh, we're open Um, and looking. uh, So please don't forget to follow us. um, uh, Subscribe. We are now, as of right now, we are live on Apple Podcasts. Wow. We are live on Stitcher. We are live on Google Play. Oh my God. We are waiting to go live on Spotify. (gasps) Well, (laughs) what about Tidal? Uh, I'm contacting Rihanna's people and (laughs) Beyonce's uh, representatives to see if they want to uh, sponsor us. Um, yeah, so look for us, Glee Wine, subscribe, review, uh, leave a review, a five-star, um, rating. Please tell your friends to listen to us, um, follow us on like, Twitter. retweet, share, link, post. Yeah. Like, share, the artist, she's amazing. Um, follow us on Twitter, uh, at Glee Wine Pod. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Color Me Jorge. You can follow me, uh, on Twitter at as underscore seen on TV. Uh, we would like to thank uh, dear friend of the pod, Aaron Rodriguez, for our artwork. You can follow him on Instagram at Tolpelaren. Yes, you can. Oh, yes, beautiful. So for our outro every week, we choose a song that uh, we think should have been on Glee by the time or would have been had the show went on. I think I there have been so many new Broadway musicals that I think the show would have tackled. I think my last song was a Hamilton song, which they obviously would have done. Uh, but I think I mentioned to you, there's no way they wouldn't have done that Rachel Berry wouldn't have done. She used to be mine from Waitress. Uh, oh, that um, would have been iconic. Yes. Uh, especially, like, at some cross point where, like, she loses herself and, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or also Quinn giving away her baby. <gasps> And she literally, literally used, used to be mine. <laughs> Just looking at Idina holding it. Ah, oh, beautiful. So I'll... Uh, now, all I, now all I want is like, so you know that like meme where like the, the person's holding a gun? Yeah. I just want somebody to do like, I need to, we need to find Kat McPhee's social media game because I want to pick up like Kat McPhee as Jenna and Waitress. Being like, <laughs> I said she used to be mine. Uh, so we'll leave you with that <laughs> with that image uh, with that image um, as we I play th- this beautiful heartbreaking song I think we'll do the the Broadway uh, version yes I do like the Sarah Bareilles version also but let's do the but let's give Jesse Mueller her due Tony Award winner Jesse Mueller what she, she yeah uh, so we'll see you guys next week and thank you bye yes thanks bye she's messy but she's kind she is most of the time she is all of this mixed up and baked